0: And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Sports Association podcast. I believe this is episode 183 today. We'll do a week six recap and we will do a week seven preview as I set up to make myself more available. Um, it was a good week six, a lot of really good games, some upsets that I predicted. Um, and just a lot of honestly really good football teams are trying to lock in make sure they make the playoffs Still got a a, 12 teams alive for the playoffs Very excited about that. That's always the goal going into last week to try to have every team be alive for the playoffs Um, obviously the dolphins not alive for the playoffs anymore Um, but every other team is still alive may need some help some wins and some help but uh nonetheless every team's still alive for the playoffs Um I guess we'll start with a week six recap. All right. Nine a.m. Steelers beat Bengals. Um Steelers kind of controlled this game. Uh the Bengals did a pretty good job. Uh and Sam controlling the defensive line, not really letting them get make put I mean listen, they did what they do. The Steelers D line, they always get pressure, but I think against some teams they get a lot more pressure. And I thought in this game, the Bengals offensive line did a pretty good job holding up. Um, Just another game that we don't get to see the full Bengals team there. Marola not there. More subs. But nonetheless, Steelers fully take care of business as one. Uh, Win by multiple scores. uh, A lot of shit talking in the second half. Uh, Jake had a big game. Um, Laguna, his normal self, moving the ball down the field. Bengals did a a pretty good job. They cut to 13-7 late in the first half, but um, just weren't able to get it done. Steelers improved to 8-0 on the season. Um, Laguna looking like an MVP, playing like an MVP right now, and they're still rolling. Uh, Teams have definitely played them tighter as the season's gone on. Early on, they were kind of dominating teams lately. uh, Teams have at least been much more competitive against them, Uh, but they do not falter in this one. Uh, they take care of this Bengals team, who now drops to three and five after that game. We'll talk about their second game in a little bit, um, but not, this was a game that I think the Bengals were definitely the underdog coming in, um, but they played tough and just weren't able to come out on top. So they fall out three and five. You're right around that playoff line, that playing line. Uh, Going to need to get a win next week if you're thinking the playoffs. All right, other nine o'clock game, very exciting game. Lions versus the Chiefs. The Lions pull off the upset win on the final two plays of the game. Um, uh, a comeback, a comeback that we see in flag football because uh, you throw an interception in the end zone gives Leota's team a chance. Uh, Tommy, the the Chiefs and Tommy led this game by two scores a majority of the second half. Um, did a very good job on the D line of getting after Leota um but leota was really good at spinning out of pressure finding guys after stepping up in the pocket making guys miss with some long runs leota showed a lot of heart in this game uh had the whole family watching him. couldn't uh couldn't disappoint with with the family in attendance and he didn't disappoint listen it takes a little bit of uh i'm not gonna say luck at all i'm gonna say um Unfortunate events from the Chiefs side. Tommy throws an interception while they're winning, and gives the Lions life. Leota gets the ball down uh, inside the inside the five on a couple of really nice uh, catch and runs by the lineman Dean with a nice pitch back to Leota to get some more yards and get out of bounds. Um, I know Vin caught the game winning conversion. Um oh my god, do I wanna say Nick Venti caught the game winning touchdown the game winning touchdown? He may have. Um, I apologize. I watched the games on Monday. Um but overall, oh my god, that was a god take by Curry. Um overall though, the Lions needed to get come into this game this day and get two wins, and they get off to a good start getting their first win against the Chiefs team that I think I had second I had the Chiefs second in my power rankings last week. Um, and they lose to a team in Detroit that I had as the 11th team in my power ranking. So major upset. I'm pretty sure I picked Detroit to win. Uh, one of these two games. Not sure if they if it was this one or not. But uh, Leota gets it done. Flat big game. Vin Gargano had a big game. Nick Venti had a huge game. Uh, he's a really good player has the one-two cut factor where you can really make guys miss, get open in open space. And Leota likes to throw the ball to an area and just trust that you're going to be in that spot. A lot of good hitches, a lot of good slants over the middle. Leota was really feeling himself. Tommy did his thing. Obviously, Malik had a big day, two more touchdowns. Um, But Achilles' heel right now is they're giving up a lot of points. They have one of the best offenses in the league, but they can't seem to stop anybody. So um, we know the playoffs comes down to those one, two, three plays that really decide a game. And uh, sometimes you got to make them on the defense side of the ball. And one, um, but yeah, Lions come out on top. This is a very exciting game. Uh, if you were if you were in attendance, you definitely feel you definitely felt the uh, energy from that side of the field. Um, Lions get the win by a point. <sighs> Next game, we'll talk about the Lions again. Lions versus Jaguars. Uh, Jaguars playing without Liam Knowles and without Beer. Um, and it, it, it showed on offense, they moved the ball, but they weren't able to execute in the red zone. Um, the lions were very, like very energetic off their first win. I uh, their first win. their first win of the day. Um, and it kind of carried their momentum into the second game. Still a very tight contest. Uh, but Leota, come on, man. Guy needed two wins on the day. I went out there and got two wins. That's a dog in Leo. That I know. Uh, very was very excited to see him making plays, being effective. Vin flat. The whole thing was finally coming together. The offensive line uh, did a decent, did, did a good enough job giving Leo the time. Um, and I think that the Lions can build off this momentum now, sitting at three and five and in the playoffs. Uh, have not been in the playoffs all season until now, but what better time to get hot than the end of the season? They end it with two back to uh, two double headers. They're playing another double header this week. We'll talk about that during the preview. Um, but they could they could ride this momentum into a uh, into a, a nice playoff seed, maybe even get out of the plane if they're able to get two more wins. So um, this Lions team is on the rise. The stock is definitely rising in Detroit. Uh, I'm very excited and happy that is kind of figuring it out now. Being very confident and just trusting that his teammates are going to do the right thing. Um, can't wait to see how they play this week. Um, as for the Jaguars, not good. Not good. Fall three and four after this one. Um, had another game against the Vikings later in the day. Um, but it's, listen, it's tough when you have eight guys there and it's your two of your best players aren't there. Um, it's tough. You can't get a sub because there's got too many guys there, and it, it, it's not easy. I think they did very good job. They kept the game close. Trevor had opportunities to win it, just wasn't able to get it done. Um, Trevor needs to lock in this last week, and him and Liam and Ubeer need to get need to get rolling, really make an impact and a difference in this one. All right. Uh, the other 10 o'clock game was the Raiders versus the Bengals. The Raiders win this game big. Uh, Raiders are, Raiders are a very good team right now. After an 0 2 league last week against two of the top teams in the league in the Chiefs and the Steelers, they come back out, get a big win against the Bengals and with their forfeit win against the Dolphins later in the day. Get their two quote unquote two and oh day. They improved to six and three. Uh get right back on track. There was no worry from any of those players. They went out there and just took care of business in this one. Dwan had a couple touchdowns. Um DeJour was was um, making plays. Ho has continued to show that he's for more uh definitely much improved. Uh playing at a very high level right now, very good team, great defense, might be the best in the league. Um, if not one, it's two. They got a lot of athletes out there, Cody, Dariel, um, Ace in the middle, Ray Cofano, who may end up leading the league in sacks as I continue to get the stats done. Um, it, it, they got a really good squad, and they're going to be a really tough out no matter who uh, for anyone that has to play them in the playoffs. And yeah, no, I got nothing more to say about the Raiders. They took care of business in this game. Dariel had a, t- a long touchdown. Um, I don't know who else did well. I forgot who else plays uh, Bengals fall to three and six. Um, not a good spot to be in. They currently sit in the 11th seed, so they're going to have to get a win. And depending on tiebreakers, we'll need to, um, will need to get a jump ahead of one of these teams. They did beat Detroit. Um, they did not play the Jaguars. I don't believe, uh, maybe they did. I'll have to go back and look, but uh, point differential is going to come down to it. I will update the teams prior to the week on the point differential so everyone knows what the situation is. Um, yeah, no, this is a, uh, going to be a really crazy week for a lot of these teams. The bottom of the standings, middle of the standings, got a lot of people have two games. A lot of standings, uh, changes are going to happen. Going to be a very exciting week seven, but, um, Raiders take care of business, man. They're one of the best teams in the league. They deserve that title as one of the top teams in the league because they have proved week in and week out that they're going to be a very tough football team. Defensively, they're going to really uh, stymie you, not allow you to put up a lot of points on the board. I think they've only allowed 30-plus one time. Most teams don't score more than 20 on them. Uh, They've allowed 95 points going into this week of the season. So, um, Very, very good team. So uh, They're going to be a tough out for anybody. Other game was the Vikings versus the Jaguars. Um Yeah. Trevor did a really good job early moving the ball. Scored two times they were up a touchdown at the end of the first half. I think it was 13 to 7. But then we just really locked in and uh we were able to outscore them in the second half by a score, get the conversion and win the game. Uh whenever me and Trevor play, it is always a dogfight, always comes down to the last possession. He's being me. I being him. Uh, great competitor, and he did it with. He, like I said in the first game, he did it with a team without his first and second round picks. Didn't bitch, didn't care. Just went out there with the guys he had, and he did what he tried. He did what he had to do. Chris Johnson had a, had a really big day for them. Didn't even talk about him in the first game, but he was all over the field. He was making plays. He's a guy who could definitely be a third, second round guy. So um, he still had number one, but Guzman had to step up, make plays. Uh, Beckham, I think, got hurt in one of the games, so he wasn't able to play the full day. Um, just no Malone either. So they're playing with a, the with a different offensive line, just, just a really weird day for the Jaguars team. Not the time of year that you want to not have your guy, especially when you have to play two games, but, uh, shout out to Trevor. He made super, both games, super competitive, one score games could have easily have finished the day two and out. Like there's a world where Trevor gets those two wins and we're looking at Trevor as like, Ooh, got two wins without his first and second pick, but fell, fell short in this game. Um, for us we lo- we our defense has been really good since the beginning of the season uh, the first couple of weeks were tough but I think we figured out where everyone needs to play and I think it's working to the best of our it's working very well right now uh defensively in the red zone I think we're really good and we we're aggressive we, I tell my guys to be aggressive go make plays so um, it's been working so far these last five six weeks so from one in three to six in three pretty good feeling five win win streak um have us very highly ranked in the power rankings but, uh, yeah, no, Pip had a big day. Dylan only played for a half. Uh, Q had a big, couple big catches. Uh, and they had a pick at the end. Just overall, another really good team effort. Offensive line did a good job protecting. Um, tough win, good win. Very excited about our team heading into the playoffs. All right, uh, the Oilers also beat the Dolphins in their first game of their, uh, their back-to-back because Dolphins forfeited. Um... Chargers over the Cowboys. Chargers beat the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys, another game where they had to lead late, but were not able to close the door. Um, this is a very physical game. Offensive line, defensive line. Guys were really working. A lot of hits on the quarterback, I felt, whenever I saw quarterbacks getting hit. So uh, maybe we need some more flags thrown. Referee report maybe coming. Um, but college just did a good job moving the ball down the field, staying composed, running the ball more. Um overall just good team effort They also are a team that really good defense because they have a really good de- a really disruptive defensive line that just puts a lot of pressure on the offensive line to be very good playing and play out uh receivers to get open fast um it's it's all about getting the ball out fast and neutralize that strength of their team cuz um not not that the guys out there can't guard cuz Brazil is a, f- a phenomenal defensive back Collis, phenomenal athlete playing safety That defensive back will good player as well um so is Jaden. Uh, they're just a bunch of guys that make plays. So I like this team, the Chargers. I think they're they, they, that's a gutsy win over a Cowboys team that definitely had a lot of juice. They definitely needed to get try to get two wins on the day, to get themselves back going in the playoff picture. Um, just weren't able to get it done. Offensive line didn't do a poor job, but they just the, the defensive line of the Chargers had a lot to handle. Um, Ponte and Cruz had big days. Um... It it was uh it was it was just it was a hard fought game. It was a really hard fought game. Uh both teams really desperately needed that win. I would say that the Chargers didn't desperately need it, but with that being their only no, not their only game of the, uh, yeah, that being their only game in the day, um, and the Cowboys having two, the Cowboys probably needed a little bit more now, sitting at two and five after that first game. Chargers get the big win though. Um didn't catch the end of this one, but I know the Chargers ended up scoring late to win. Um, but I caught the beginning of it. <sighs> um, for the Cowboys, they just really just blew a couple games this season. Like there's a world where they're four and five, uh, four and four, five and four. Um, and we're looking at them as a, as a mid C for the playoffs, but in this universe, they fell to two and five and kind of put their playoff, uh, playoff chances at a low percentage um, they need to definitely get two wins next week and probably need a little bit of help. Um, it's going to be a tough road for them to make the playoffs, but we'll see if they're going to be able to be gutsy, get it done. Dan gets a little bit of a play- game plan going and really gets his team rejuvenated for a win. Uh, would definitely be a gutsy, gutsy performance if able to do so. He didn't play bad, just offense at times did not move the ball well. Defensively, they did a good job pulling flags and limiting, uh, limiting the running. So not a bad game, just weren't able to get it done. All right, um, I ref the Niners Cowboys game, so that was really a game. Um, this is Dan and Irel against Siroff, two high school court, uh, high school teammates. A um, lot of talk. There was definitely some talking shit in this game. Um, Siroff playing with um, full team. I thought, or no, not, not a full team, basically a full team um they just oh no, no dins. there was no dins. actually i'm sorry the cowboys honestly did a really good job in the second half of limiting staroff staroff scored two times in the first half and then they didn't really score again um until very very late in the game um dan kind of got the juice going in the second half they were down 13-0 comes down scores uh gets a stop they score again it's 13-13 and then even takes the lead 20 to 13, and I thought, I honestly thought they were gonna win. Surov throws an interception late in the game. Chris Cruz picks it off. I, I really thought they were gonna win. Uh, they weren't able to score, but on their next possession, instead of making Surov use his timeouts and all that, they throw three incomplete passes, um, and only make him use one timeout. And Steph Curry is going fucking nuclear right now. Um. They, they did, it was, it was, it was poor game. It was honestly poor game management. They didn't make them use timeouts. So gets the ball left with like a minute, a minute, 20 minute, 10 left and two timeouts and they go down they score. And then they go for two when down one and they don't get it. Oh my God. Um, They don't get it. So they're down one. They go for the onside kick. They get the onside kick. Uh, Simpkins couple of really big catches in, the, like, the last five minutes of the game between the onside kick, touchdown, um, big catch over the middle on a third down play. Uh, but still, Cowboys are up one, uh, but then Simpkins catches a 30-yard, tw- 40-yard bomb down the sideline, um, out like, the four. And then some strange shit happens. Seroff calls a timeout, and then the next play, he gets, like, he gets, uh, he gets, like, his flag pulled at the half-yard line. Ball fumbles ac- across the line of scrimmage, plays dead. Clock keeps running. Seroff is letting it run, thinking he has a timeout. He doesn't have a timeout. He snaps the ball like 12 seconds, and they score. There's five seconds left, and they win the game. It was a very interesting ending. because Suroff thought he had a timeout when he didn't have a timeout. Um, it was definitely an interesting scenario. But the Cowboys blew another game. There's nothing more to say. Dan played well in this game. Uh, Dan was running. He was getting the ball out fast. And he was, uh, Isaiah Copes had a couple really big catching runs. One for a screen for a touchdown. Another screen for about probably 30, 40 yards. Got them inside the five for their first score. Isaiah Copes, honestly, the difference on offense in this game. Dan got the ball out quick, got the screen game going. And honestly, Isaiah dropped one that he probably would also take into the house. Um, much better game plan for the Cowboys in game two. Just executing on defense at the end of the game just just wasn't there. Just was not there. Uh, 26-20 final. Cowboys fall again. Last game of the day. Uh, Bills versus the Oilers. Um. Oilers were running a very interesting offense. Uh, they were running some two-man lines, some ball shifted over. A lot of teams have adapted what the Steelers and Laguna have been doing, moving the ball over, playing, uh, kind of making the field wider on one side. Yeah, I was like, yeah. and Mikey was doing it a lot in this game. Jerock played a little bit of quarterback at times. Just running the ball, though, really. Um, Bartlett, huge game. Cirillo, two or three touchdowns. He was making... Amazing plays. Bartlett with maybe the catch of the fucking uh maybe catch of bear down. Honestly, crazy toe tap in the back of the end zone. Um, insane play. It was a good ball, but it was it was one of the best catches I've seen in a long time. Uh, with with the toe tap included. Um, but the Bills just kind of kept responding every time the Oilers hit one, the, the 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 Bills hit one. Bills hit a couple long touchdowns in this game. Tenoya scored a touchdown. Camp Krooms had a touchdown. Um, really good team effort by them. Rhett had a couple sacks. Douglas making a lot of plays, just being relentless, chasing Mikey in the backfield on multiple plays. Um, honestly, really good football game. Came down to the last drive. Uh, Mikey got crushed on one play. I can't believe they didn't call pass like, roughing the passer. Um, but the Bills hold on, get to six and two. And find themselves in second place going into the final week of the season. I said it before the league. I said it before the season started that they were going to be a very good team, and they find themselves six and two it going into the last week. Uh, they play the Steelers, so the one versus the two will happen again. We'll see if anyone can. T- we'll see if the Bills are going to be able to take down the Steelers. Um, should be a really good matchup later in the day. <sighs> um, what do I want to say? What do I want to say? Uh, the Oilers got the win versus the the Finns, and they lose a really close one to the Bills i um, not worried about them at all. They sit in the middle of the standings. They are currently in the play-in. They should, as long as they get at least one win, they're for sure in the playoffs. Not, I can't say they've 100% clinched, but they probably have. But you don't want to lose both games going into the playoffs. So find a way to win one. All right, that does it for the recap. I will now give um, my power rankings. My power rankings, honestly, this week they go kind of with the standings after the, after the, after the top teams. Um, after the beginning teams, I kind of I think that the way the teams stack up is how the standings currently are. So I have, I have Pittsburgh at one. They are the top team in the standings. Then I have my team number two, the Minnesota Vikings. Um, we, we beat the Bills two weeks ago. Um, we play the Raiders this week, who I have at number three. And going into that matchup, I can't have them over me because that's just me. I can't have them over me. Uh, Like it or hate it, but it is what it is. Uh, I do think we're going to win, obviously, this week. So um, it's going to be a really good game, though. But I have Oakland as my number. I know Oakland. uh, Las Vegas as my number two team. Three team. Three team. I have the Bills, 6-2, and as my number four team. Bills don't play the Raiders this year. Tough because that would have been really good. That would have been a good matchup. Um, I have KC as my five team. I had them as my two last week. Um, losing to a team near the bottom of the standings, the way that he lost just not what makes a good team. I know it was just a blunder. I know you guys are a good team, but can't lose that kind of game. Can't lose that kind of game. Gotta drop you in the power rankings. I have the Chargers as the fifth team. I think I would pick them to beat the teams that are behind them. Then I would have the Niners. Then I would have the Oilers. Then I would have the Lions, Jacksonville, Bengals, Dallas, Dolphins. And that basically goes with the standings from six down. And like I said, I'm not, I not—I didn't just like do that because of that reason. I just kind of think like that's kind of how the teams stack up right now. Um, we saw a lot of upsets last week. We might see a couple more this week with uh, playoffs on the line. Will quarterbacks tense up and play worse or will they thrive in the moment? Because that's really what it comes down to. Can't be getting tense in this sport. Gotta Can't be thinking. Just got to play. Um, we'll see who makes the most plays this week. All right. Week 7. Week 7 preview. I'm going to go kind of quick on this. Uh, no, I've only been doing it for 23 minutes. I can go slower. All right, Um, right. Let's see. First game of the day. Ooh, okay. Uh, first game of the day, 9 o'clock. Uh, Raiders versus Vikings. Vikings. Game I just talked about it's going to be a very physical game. They have a very physical offensive line. My offensive line has to my my trenches have to come to play. Uh, Dylan's going to have to be um, disruptive and pulling flags well um, on Hogreif in the bat in the backfield. Um, we're going to have to we're going to have to be aggressive. We're always aggressive. They're a very aggressive team. They talk a lot of shit. They take a lot of shots down the field. Our corners have to our DBs have to be ready to run because they got Dariel who's a speedster. Um, they got uh, Dwan, who's a big play, a big play guy. Um, uh, if Cody plays, he's another guy who can make plays du jour over the middle. He makes a lot of short catches and kind of gets up the field. Um, really good team. And Chris also throws to a lineman, So we got to be very, uh, we have to be very, um, disciplined in our zone. And when we got to guard up and play man, we got to guard up and play man. Uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a game. It's going to be a adjustments battle. I know that. Chris is a smart quarterback. They run a really good offense, really simple offense, but it's a good offense, an effective offense. Um, they take shots when they think they have the matchup, and they're not afraid to let you know it. Um they throw a lot of fades. They uh Chris throws a lot of slants. He's for sure improved this season, and he has a really good team around him, and that's why they're sitting at the six and three and go and playing for the two seed, potentially. Um so obviously I have to take myself. Um, but this is going to be a very, very good game. The Raiders are a very tough team. Um, they, they, they get after you. They get after the quarterback, Ray Kafano. Like I said, might end up leading the league in sacks. Um, Ace is a, just a vacuum in the middle. Um, pulls every flag and we're going to have to kind of pick and choose our matchups and kind of rock with that because they don't have a lot of weak spots on their team. They got a lot of ballers that can play one through, not one through 10 and, uh, they, they pull the flags well. So they, 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 make you earn, they make you, they have one of the best defense in the league. They make you earn your points. And, uh, if we're going to win, we have to play the defense. We've continued to keep playing. And then we just have to play mistake-free football. Got to catch the ball. Can't make, uh, they just, everything has to, we got to execute well. I know it's, it's cliche to say, just execute and you'll win the game. But if we execute, I think we'll come out on top. Uh, but I know those guys over there are hungry for a win. I know they, they're they a team that would definitely like talking shit to me because I run the league or I don't know. But um, very good matchup. Can't wait for it. 9 a.m. Week 7, Sayerville High School. We are back at the high school this week, folks. All right. Uh, other 9 o'clock game, the Lions versus the Chargers. Um, very interesting game because I think... This is a matchup where the Chargers' defensive line could definitely have their way. Leota is going to have to carry the ball fast in this game. He's not going to have a lot of time to throw if the Chargers have a full team playing. Um, they have a very, they have a very tough uh, defensive line, and I'm not bashing the Lions' offensive line, but it's not, it's not the, it's not in the top of the of the offensive lines, and even the top offensive lines in the league struggle with this defensive line. So. Um, Leota's gonna have to actually. He's gonna have to have a game plan and ready to go and kind of how is he gonna how is he gonna uh, neutralize the defensive line of the Chargers and how are they not gonna get on the defensive line? I think Leota's gonna have to play some defensive line in this game, even though he might not want to, um, because they're gonna have to have some big bodies because the Chargers have a lot of big bodies out there. Brazil has been very involved in the offense and the passing game. Um, I like what I see out of him. I, I know he's a great athlete. Um. Collins keep running, keep trying to keep getting DeLon the ball in space. The one of the top, uh, one of the better athletes in the league. He makes guys miss his flag, and he's dynamic with the football in his hands. Um, the defense for you guys is going to how you're going to win games. Your defense is very elite, it makes a lot of plays, it does not allow teams to score a lot of points. I think you're in the top three or four in points allowed. And um, I'm really not worried about the charge team. I think there was a point in time that I was worried about them, but. I think they just play they play a, they play a very physical style and they they think they can win games low scoring and listen, they put up point this year. They've put up point this points this year. It's not like they haven't. Um it's just lately they've just been playing in close close, low scoring affairs and uh but they've shown they can win them. They're a five and four team. They win this week, they'll move to six and four, probably be a top four or five, four or five seed six at the lowest, I would imagine. Um very good win for them. Uh, if they can get it done, the Lions probably need two wins, but um, one and some help can definitely still keep them in the playoff picture. They beat they beat a team, they beat a couple teams out near them in the standings. Also lost to a few, so um, Lions definitely looking for two wins in this one. But um, this is going to be a little bit of an uphill battle, especially in the trenches. All right, um, ten o'clock. We'll stick with the Lions against the Cowboys. Uh, if the Lions... Oh, I'm picking the Chargers in that game. I'm picking the Chargers over the Lions. Um, uh, for the Detroit versus Dallas game, if my prediction is correct and the Lions lose to the Chargers, they will 100% need this game against the uh, the Cowboys to make the playoffs. Cowboys will need to 100% go 2-0. I do not... uh, There are 11 teams currently who have three wins, so three wins will not get you into the playoffs, more than likely. Um, uh, the... The Cowboys need, if they're going to win this game, they have to take advantage of the fact that they're fresh and Detroit is not, and the Lions are not. If they take advantage of that and they're able to get get Isaiah out in space, get good blocking like they really were last week, I got to shout out Ponte. He was putting on a clinic, honestly. Um, They did a really good job last week hitting on big plays again. I know that was how their offense was moving the ball in the beginning of the season. They can keep hitting on big plays without really throwing the ball. They They got Isaiah, who really is... Becoming one of the tougher flags in the lead to grab. He is super elusive, very quick, um, and gets up the field fast. So um, in this game, uh, Detroit is playing their second game of back-to-back. They're going to 100% need it. Dallas has shown the incapability of closing out games. Detroit just closed out two last week. I'm going to ride the hot hand. I'm going to take Detroit. Dallas hasn't really given me much of uh, a reason to... um, pick them I did pick them last week and they had the game won and then they blew it again but I do think this is a close game where Dan could definitely get it done uh, or the Lions I mean the Cowboys I say, should say can definitely get it done but they just have to learn to execute in the last couple minutes of the game make teams use their timeouts r- make sure the clock is moving and kind of I don't know just execute a little better it's been a tough it's been, it's been tough executing for them um at the end of games and they've lost a few games because of it so um, nothing really more to say I'm taking the Lions in this game but the Cowboys could definitely win alright Niners versus the Bengals Niners versus the Bengals hmm wow this is this is a tough game I don't know who's showing up for the Bengals I really don't I assume the Niners are going to have a full squad outside no Augie still out with his appendix um appendix being taken out uh I just I don't know this is going to be a really tough game um Sam Allen's going to have to prove why he deserves to be a quarterback in this league right here, man. I need it right here. Defense needs to step up as well. The Bengals have been one of the, I I would honestly say, one of the poor flag-pulling teams in the league this season through watching as much film as I have. Um, A lot of big plays happen against them. A lot of missed sacks. They need to put it together. They need to put it together in this game. I think a win would probably secure them a playoff spot. Um, But if they lose, they are for sure not making the playoffs. They currently sit in the 11th spot like I talked about before. Um... If they're going to win this game, Jake's going to have to be great. Sam is going to have to put the ball in fucking play. Sam, if you throw another deep ball out of bounds, I'm I'm going to be so annoyed because you just, you throw it out of bounds so often. And you don't give your guy a chance to make a play. Um, they, they need to, Sam needs to really get in his bag, really have a good game plan coming into the game. And... The, the niners aren't a um, overpowering team by any means so sam is definitely going to be able to move the ball the the niners defense has proven a little vulnerable over the last couple weeks uh giving up some t- uh, higher point totals uh throughout the season so uh it's going to be it's going to be a tough game man who do i take i'm going to take the niners i'm going to take the niners i think Suroff, uh i'm honestly i'm i think i'm just taking the better quarterback here um I like suroff's game. suroffs 100%. This is going to be a game plan. A two two teams that 100% are game planning for this game and watching film. Um, Sir off going to be ready to go. So is Sam Allen. I just think from what I've seen over the last couple of weeks, I got to roll with the Niners. Bengals have kind of been slipping since the beginning of the season a little bit. Um they need a big one, though. Sam's got Sam's to gotta be great in this one. Jay got to be great. Connor, Keanu. They need a full squad this week, too, man. I wonder if Marol. I don't know if Marol is back. Like, I have no idea. I really have no idea. If they have a full team, though, I kind of like their full team. But uh, up until we see it, which we have not seen the Bengals one time, so like I can't even fully blame Sam for the three and six because they have not had a full team one time. Play with a lot of subs. Always playing with a mixed match of line and all that. So it's tough. Um... Obviously, everyone—it's a team sport, so everyone's a little bit to blame. But uh, I'll credit a little bit of their their downfall this season for sure to the fact that they do not ever have full attendance. Um. With all that being said, I'm taking the Niners. Dallas playing in their second game against the Steelers. Hmm. Um, going to definitely be an uphill battle. For my guy, Dan Annarella in Dallas, it's never it's never easy playing against this Pittsburgh team. And it's definitely not easy playing against them when you're playing in the second game of back-to-back. If you prove me wrong in the earlier slot and you win your first game, maybe you'll have some juice going into the second game and we'll be able to parlay that. Um, offensive line will have to definitely fully be there, all three guys. If you're without one of them, it could be a problem because they have a very good defensive line and they'll be playing in the first game of their doubleheader. Um. Laguna is playing at an elite level right now. Charlie, Konish, Lou playing a great middle linebacker. Um, they got great corn- They got good corners. Fleming and Jelani. They have a really good team. I talk about it every week. I don't got really a lot to say about the Steelers. They know what they are. They, they know that for them, it's definitely championship robust. Um, they have a very good team. And everyone knows their role to a T. I got really got nothing more to say about them. I'm obviously picking them in this game. They're playing against a team was currently two and six. They're eight and zero. Um, I'd be crazy to pick the two and six team, but maybe the Cowboys got some magic in them. I would love to see it, but I'm taking the Steelers. I think they roll. I think they take care of business, and I think they're looking at potentially a ten zero. Um, next game: Niners versus the Chiefs. Niners versus the Chiefs. Um. In this game, Chiefs are going to look to just outscore them. Sarov will probably get his points. But honestly, long story short, I'm taking the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs learn from their mistakes of last week. I think the Niners will be tired from their first game of a doubleheader. And um, I think the Niners look at this game a- as a game that um, as long as they get that Cincy win, they're going to for sure be in the playoffs. Um, I'm hearing rumors Sarov might not be able to play in a second game as well. Uh, but the Chiefs... Are I believe the Chiefs are still the better team as I had in my power rankings. Um, the Chiefs are just—they just had a little bit of a blunder last week. I still—I don't have any really like doubts about them. They are who they are. They score a lot of points. You score a little bit against them as well. Um, but they—they they have Tommy. They have Malik. They have Dennis, and they have a good offensive line protecting him. It, it's gonna be—it's a tough task every time you play against a Tommy-led team. And I think they're probably gonna score a lot of points and win this game. Um, if the Niners are going to win, they should have to cause some turnovers and sack Tommy and not allow him to get out of the pocket and kind of make his, get it all of his broken plays because they score a lot off broken plays, a lot off of big runs off of broken plays from Tommy. So I'm taking the, uh, the Chiefs in this game. I think they're a better team and I think they will show why. Other game is the Jaguars versus the Oilers. Ooh, this is a very good game. Trevor versus Mikey. Hmm. This is a very interesting game. I think in this game, the Jaguars, I believe we're going to have a full team this week. We, Trevor asked for later games. He got later games. Um, So I would hope that means that he is showing up and his full team is showing up. Um, Because they're going to need it. The Oilers are a physical group. They got Matt Hughes. They got Mikey, um, Caleb, um, Jesus, Giroux. Uh, they got a lot of guys. A lot of physical guys. They're probably going to win the battle of the trenches. Ubeer is going to have to be destructive. Um, Shamir is going to have to have a really good game in this one. I hope they have a full team so he can play at the defensive line position because that's where he causes his most havoc. Um, when he has to middle linebacker, he's still a beast, but he's better at. He's just he's more destructive at defensive line. Um, I really, in this game, um, it's going to be a very evenly match game. I expect it to come down to the end. Mikey is notorious for playing in one-score games. Trevor also slightly notorious for playing in one-score games as well. Um, I think the key of the game is just going to be taking care of the football and converting in the red zone. I think that whichever team wins turnover battle probably is going to win the game. Uh, I'm going to go Jaguars. Mm, yeah, I'm going to go Jaguars. Jaguars need the, game, need the game a little bit more. They do need the game a little bit more. am not saying the Oilers don't need the game, but the Jaguars definitely need a little bit more than them. I'm going to take the Jaguars. I picked against them last week. I'll pick with them this week. Mikey's going to hate me for that. Uh, they could easily win. Wouldn't be shocked if they won. Hope they talk shit to me when they do. Jarrotte's been a beast for them. They just need to move the ball a little more consistently offensively. I feel like their offense is up and down, up and down. But... Um, they had a good they, Mikey threw a Mikey had a couple touchdown passes last week. So um keep keep running the ball, Mikey. Be a little more decisive. That's so what I gotta say. Uh easily could win this game. I think I don't know if Trevor's beaten him. Probably has, but Mikey's a winner. If he wins his game, I wouldn't be shocked in any way, because they have a very good team. And their receivers and DBs have proven that they are more than good enough to get the job done. Um next game, Pittsburgh versus Buffalo. We got our one versus two in the standings. Uh, Pittsburgh playing the second game. They're back to back. Buffalo playing in their first game of back to back. Physical game. I hope that all like all linemen are at this game. I hope no linemen are missing the game because this is gonna be a very good game in terms of offensive line, defensive line play. You'll see a very physical game. The Laguna brothers, Kev Morris, Lebo against um, Mike Kalka, Nick Douglas, and uh, and Rhett. And then the matchup. In the secondary, you got Cam Crooms, uh, Mike Russo, uh, Joe Noya against guys like Lou, Jelani, Dave, Konish. Uh, Griff plays some safety for them. Charlie probably on defense for them as well. This is going to be a good game. Physical matchup. is going to have to be decisive in this game. I don't want to see him holding on to the ball too long because the longer you hold on to the ball... Against this Steelers defensive line, you give. I know he. I know that they have a very good offensive line, and I'm honestly challenging this offensive line this week to give Soaps as much time as possible. Um, I just think Soaps needs to be on his game, needs to be really good in this one if they're going to win. Um, uh, this is a tough game. I'm going to take the Steelers. I think they're just a little, I think they're just a better team. I think the Bills could win this game. The Bills are going to have to do a lot of the things the Raiders did. Sack Laguna, force him into really tough turnovers. Douglas' gonna to have to be really good in this game. Um, who else is gonna to have to be good? Douglas and Rhett. Rhett. Douglas and Rhett. They're gonna to have to set the tone defensively and they're gonna have to let they're gonna have to let Laguna know that they're there. And they're gonna be making plays, pulling flags, not letting Laguna get out in open space. Um when Laguna goes to that uh that offense where the ball is lined up near the near the out of bounds it's definitely giving a lot of people trouble because I think it forces the other team to kind of play you athlete for athlete and they do a really good job finding open space Laguna always does a great job finding receivers open you got to force turnovers and you got to be disruptive um I'm taking the Steelers in a really close one all right two games left Buffalo versus Jacksonville um I talked about both these teams already real short. I'm taking Buffalo in this game. Buffalo's going to get one. I think the Jaguars also get one on this day and I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills to win this game. I think offensive line, defensive line, they should control the trenches a little bit better in game two. And I think that, um, they have the athletes to, um, uh, no, the Jaguars, honestly, I have just as good athletes, if not better. Um, but so, ooh, this is a really tough matchup. I can't I'm just picking the Bills like that. Um, I am taking the Bills. I'm rocking with the Bills. Because they've been a better offensive team this year. Trevor's kind of sh- kind of struggled to score the ball this season at times. Um, both games passed away. I think he was under 20 points. Uh, yeah, Buffalo usually gets into the high 20s. I'm taking Buffalo in game games. I think they're just going to score more. Uh, Jacksonville needs to improve in their red zone offense. They probably got to handle some big plays. Liam will be back this week. Um, so hopefully that can, that can, they get back right back on track. Uh, but they need to be great offensively. They can win this game. This is definitely not an unwinnable free a game for them. Um, but I, I just like, I, I like the bills team. I think the bills have a really good team. And I think that they will continue to move to seven and three on the season after the day is done, um, and put themselves in a really good spot going into the playoffs uh, I think that the Jaguars are going to get a win on this day and make the playoffs. So hopefully, Trevor gets at least one on the day. And I'm taking the Bills. All right, last game of the day, we got the Oilers versus the Chiefs. Hmm. <sighs> <sighs> um, Oilers are like I said, really physical team playing a second game back-to-back. Casey playing a second game their day, not second game back-to-back. They have a break in between. Um, I apologize to Tommy. I hate doing that to teams. But either way, like, someone was going to play that way, just kind of the way it goes when we kind of push off as many games as we can to the end of the season. That's kind of how it goes. Um, but they, they'll they be there. Uh, the Oilers will be playing a second game back-to-back, so they'll probably be a little more tired. But they'll at least have their legs going. KC uh is still a great offensive team. I think the Oilers are gonna do a good job defensively in disrupting Tommy and making his life a little more difficult. But ooh, I my god, how can I pick against the Chiefs? No, I'm gonna pick the Oilers and I'm only honestly I'm picking the Oilers because Mikey's gonna get at least one win on the day. Mikey's gonna find a way. And I picked the Jaguars in the first game. Chiefs could easily win this game. I think the Chiefs have a uh one two punch that's better than that's second and none. I think the Oilers will have a good game plan, good way to good. They've good enough athletes to to slow that that uh, that one two down, and I think enough. Dennis is going to have to play big for them. Uh, Seb's going to have to play big for them. I, yeah, I'm just taking the Oilers. I don't really have much rhyme or reason. I just think Mikey's a winner. He's going to figure out a way to win one game. Um, if they go zero two, the Oilers they can still make the playoffs, but it may just come down to point differential. So make sure you don't get beat by a lot. If you do go to zero two, if the Chiefs. Win this game, they would improve to two and zero and put themselves uh, right in the middle of the top teams in the league at seven and three. If they were able to get two wins on the day, so they still have a they still have a path to the two seed or the three seed. So, um, should be an interesting finish. Very excited for the league's final final week uh, games are played at Sayreville High School. Very excited. Like I just said, <laughs> I'm running out of adjectives. Um, make sure you're at the field early before our games, nine o'clock games. It starts with you. Let's get on time, be there on time, ready to go. Biggest week of the season. Let's see who clinches their spot. Let's see who, uh, doesn't tense up in the big moments. Let's see who makes the plays and, uh, rises to the occasion. This is where, uh, the dogs are made and where the bread is buttered. Yeah, bread is buttered. All right. Uh, peace, everybody.